driver's ed when I took it in high school is all about, okay, make sure your turn signal's on. And then what kind of lights do you use when there's fog? Motorcycles ed was just like, okay, what are the three main ways that people die on a bike? Because motorcycles are dangerous. Dickie, it's your mother. No, you never call me. I mean, I wonder, is your finger broken? Just don't tell my mother. It's your mother. 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 No, you never call me. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't. Don't tell, don't tell. Where the hell are you? You are never home. Hello, my family. Welcome back to Don't Tell My Mother. I'm Nikki Levy, and you know where we are. This is where your favorite humans from movies, TV, sports, and comedy tell a true story they'd never want their moms to know. And then we bring on their moms. But today, we are bringing on their dad. And to get this party started, I'm bringing on my good friend, the Critics' Choice nominee, brilliant actor, Harvey Guillen. You all know Harvey from the hit comedy, What We Do in the Shadows on Hulu, where he plays Guillermo. Hey, Harvey. Hi, how are you? Hi, babe. You tell us who today's guest is. Today's guest is a very special friend of mine. I met her on the set of a pilot that we shot years ago in New York City, the Windy Apple, as I like to call it. Uh, (laughs) The big Windy Apple. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, she's fantastic, super talented, such a good human being. I can't talk highly enough. It's Leland Bowden. And Leland was the adult star of the groundbreaking Disney Channel show, Andy Mack, which was so cool because it was the first Disney show to have a gay character first ever and it won a glad award yeah groundbreaking she and she's a part of that she's part of history harvey her story is the first time she learned how to ride a motorcycle and then chaos ensued have you ever ridden a motorcycle no i'm actually i i've been on one once and it was uh i I, i'm really terrified of motorcycles i get really worried i mean there's nothing protecting you like it's literally like you you just fall off you you what are you doing like it's like i already feel you know, weird in a car so with I. like a metal box. So I don't want to be open air with just maybe a um, helmet. Like, it's just like, what about your body? <laughs> what is one of the most adventurous things that you've done? Just uh, saying yes and. Like, just like that whole idea of improv oh. where someone uh, asks you to go somewhere. Like, you know, uh, my friend Romy was like, I've been wanting to go to Savannah, Georgia because we've been talking about it for years. And yeah. I've been there before, but she hasn't. And yeah. she loves that, uh, uh, you know, it's the most haunted city in America and it has this like yeah it is it's really haunted I've never and, uh, been to it's Georgia. really cool when are you gonna go we're going next month it's gonna be like the four days I have off between doing uh cons like I'm doing a con in Atlanta and I'm doing a con in Texas wait which movie or show brings you to that convention is it what, uh, what we, we do, do in the shadows it is well, what we do in the shadows a little bit okay. of everything okay yeah what we do in the shadows but recently also werewolves within which is <gasps> uh you know having like a following and please talk yeah. about that movie for a second i think you're in it i think cheyenne jackson's in it uh-huh he plays my husband <gasps> i actually cast him in the movie shut the fuck up yeah i cast in the movie the, the director asked me hey so we're looking for your husband in this movie who do you want to play opposite you do you think you have good chemistry with and i said well that's to be someone who's fun they have to love musical theater they have to be handsome and tall and they, oh someone like Shane Jackson. I just <gasps> blurred his name out. And next, did you know him? I didn't. I don't. I've only known Dude. him from afar, and I was a fan of his work. And and 24 hours later, they're like, okay, we got Shane Jackson. I was like, what? Harvey, I was like, that's amazing. This is the yeah. star power you have. You and and Harvey is the sweetest, <laughs> sweetest, most wonderful person. 
Thank you for coming. Of course, super excited. Anything for you and anything for Lilan. <laughs> well, here is me and Lilan Bowden right after this. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't, just don't, just don't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Lilan, I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to see you, too, in this virtual world. <laughs> Give me a visual on where you are right now. Oh, I'm in my apartment in sunny Los Angeles, California. I've changed a corner of my bedroom to be a recording studio. <laughs> I love it. And every time I hop on Zoom, I just like throw all the dirty clothes in the hamper and I'm ready to go. <laughs> See, this is it. Like I, I did put on a bra, but I didn't have to. I put on a bra, too. <laughs> and I don't always for recordings. This is a <laughs> this is special to me. <laughs> This show is usually about stories we don't want our moms to know. But today, and actually for the first time on this podcast, you're going to tell us a story involving your dad, which I'm super excited about because I think dads are wonderful and we don't talk about them enough. <laughs> Were you raised by two parents? What was your upbringing like? Yeah, I was raised by um, a mother and father. My family life changed a lot, the landscape of it. Um, when I was like zero to five, it was just me and my parents. Right. And then um, my mom started inviting more of her relatives from Taiwan to live with us. So I got to live in like a big house, like wow. a, not a big house, but a, a populated house. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then when I was in middle school, my parents got divorced. And so the landscape changed again. And uh, most of my relatives um, from Taiwan had moved back to Taiwan at this point. So um, I went from a big family to a small family again, but now two different families. What was your mom's parenting style like compared to your dad's? Because I'm also the kid of divorced parents who divorced in middle oh, school. Yeah. And mm -hmm. th th they could not have been more different, the uh -huh. parenting styles. Uh, yes. Same with my parents, too. My my mother, you know, she had some elements of that, you know, archetypical, quote, tiger mother um, in the sense that she had a really high standard for me mm -hmm. and loved to compare me to my Taiwanese cousin. <laughs> Yeah, the worst. But I think I kind of got off the hook in comparison to some, when I talked to some of my other friends who have East Asian immigrant parents. Um, she wasn't as strict. She was pretty inconsistent, I would say, with what she okay. decided to harp on. Yes. <laughs> you know, like she she was a kind of parent that wouldn't watch me like a hawk when I did my homework. But if my grades slipped, she'd let me know. And then my dad was absolutely the opposite. <laughs> my dad cared like less about results and more about consistency. Wow. Like my dad has worked in computers his whole life and I think has a worldview that resembles um, like computer programming. And so I think when he had me, he was like, this is a project. This is a child that um, should have good programs. So we actually designed a computer program that would give me times tables at rapid pace on the computer screen and I would type in the answer. 
Um, and so once I typed in the answer and collect enter a new question, a new times table would appear. He designed this for you? Mm hmm. Yeah. One day he came home and he was like, Leland, I've got a present for you. And I'm maybe like seven or something like that. So I'm like, yeah. oh, is it a toy? Is it a doll? Is it art supplies? Yeah. And he holds up this tiny, boring inch <laughs> chip to go on a computer. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, it's more memory for oh, your computer. My God. And he was so disappointed. I was not as excited <laughs> about it. Are you more similar to your mom or your dad? Gosh, I, I don't know. I, I can only gauge from what people tell me. Yeah. Because I, I don't feel like I'm like either of them. And what friends have repeatedly said when, after meeting my parents is that I make a lot more sense to them, A, and B, they're surprised at how functional I am. <laughs> so the reason why people say that is because my mom and my dad are so different. Yes. Like that I think it boggles people that these two people got together and raised children. How are they different? You know, when you see partners and they're in sync and they kind of pick up on the mannerisms or finish their yes. sentences. Like my mom and my dad, even during their marriage, never really had that. They were just like two different people that lived in the same space that yes. somehow raised the family. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about him. He loved working on cars. Um he had a um, an IROC Z28. That's like, awesome. Mm-hmm. Fast guy. I have great memories of on, on certain weekends, we'd just, from the Bay Area, just book it to Disneyland for the day. We'd leave in the morning. And, it's, and, and the drive is, like, it takes usually, like, six to seven hours. Sure. Or, no, it's in Anaheim, so, like, seven to eight. Yeah, it's we'd a make long, it, we'd, we'd make it in five. <laughs> he would just be, like, going 100 the whole way. <laughs> Didn't he also ride motorcycles? He rode motorcycles, too. Um, when I was in high school, he had bought a motorcycle and he was he would ride it to work. And, and a couple of occasions, he picked me up from high school on the motorcycle. And I just felt so cool. I remember and, and like I, I didn't tell my friends too. all my friends were like, we're waiting in the parking lot. I was like, oh, there's my dad. And he just comes like. <laughs> and I like my friends like were literally speechless. They like they, their jaws weren't dropped, but they just were so confused by this site i was like all right bye guys and it just he hands me a helmet i put it on and we speed off like other parents come in like a station wagon and your dad busts up in Motorcycle. like on a bike yeah and it wasn't even like you were embarrassed that your dad was picking you up it was just it was superseded by how cool he was on the bike pulling up to school oh i loved it yeah so did that make you cool like being the kid whose dad came and picked them up on the back of a harley davidson motorcycle or not at all not so much no i was um i was weird and creative and mousy and just uh like literally the last one to get picked on a team in PE and that and that has been true my entire younger academic career mm -hmm. I wasn't coordinated I was afraid of uh balls you know like I, I, I couldn't catch them I couldn't throw them were you pushed by your parents into doing sports no okay no, no, so then no, you didn't no, learn no. Okay, oh, you didn't learn. No way. There were no sports happening in the Bowdoin Chen household. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, you are telling me a story about a time you tried to break the Bowdoin Chen not athletic mold and do something nobody thought you would ever do. Leilan, tell me everything. This is a story about how I learned to ride a motorcycle. We'll be back with Leilan right after this. 
you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. My third season shooting Andy Mac, I decided to take all my best qualities and um, use them to learn how to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> and uh, this was inspired because my, my character, Bex, she rides a motorcycle. And uh, I just thought it was so cool. And the head of transportation was like, hey, um, is this something you'd like to learn how to do? And I was like, yes. Could I finally be as cool as the character I play on TV? And he just as a gift got me motorcycle lessons. So you play a very cool character and one of her traits is like badass motorcycle. Oh yeah. Babe. Bex is so cool. She she went around the country. She goes to music festivals. She like she just does her own thing and she lives on a motorcycle. <laughs> She's great. Um I'm not like that at all. And I was like, I could be like that though. <laughs> So the motorcycle lessons are through Harley Davidson. So you have to ride a Harley bike. The smallest Harley bike in the class is 550 cc's. That sounds really big. Is that big? That's equivalent to about 400 pounds, I think. Holy shit. That's a lot of bike. It's a lot of bike. And I hadn't, I have never ridden a dirt bike. I've never ridden a moped. And I've... (laughs) I've never even, uh, like, there, I had one opportunity to drive a stick shift truck, and I wasn't good at it. So that, that's my experience going into it. So the days trying to ride it were so, like, hard for me. The class is, you know, it's a small class. It's probably maybe about 12 people, majority men. A lot of um, men are ex-military or current military there were a couple of women in my class. Uh, you know, you just don't see a lot of petite women like me taking these classes. And and I'm trying to think about why that is. And one, I, I think like there's a, there's a strength component to it for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't Physical. have to be. Yeah, you don't have to be like, you know, extremely ripped to ride a motorcycle by any means. But it helps if you're strong because it takes a lot of focus and energy. And I think the second thing is um, you kind of have to have like some hubris and faith. Like yeah. you have to have a, like a lot of confidence that mm. like you're not going to crash mm. the roller coaster that you are controlling. And I think that just like in general, we don't see women being taught that same amount of like control or that same amount of confidence. Yeah. So uh, this class was hard for me. This was difficult. I was nervous every time we would take little breaks. And and when the instructor said, hey, OK, let's get back out there. Um, like I would feel nervous. <laughs> um a big part of the training course that they that they emphasize is how easy it is to die 
on a on a motorcycle. Like I would say that like driver's ed when I took it in high school is all about like, okay, make sure your turn signals on. And then what kind of lights do you use when there's fog? Like this trading course, <laughs> like motorcycles ed was just like, okay, what are the three main ways that people die on a bike Damn. you know like how like what do you do to prevent death what are the four key you know like it's all about how to not die because motorcycles are dangerous like if, if um you know people were like oh gosh i i don't think motorcycle riding is a good idea they're right <laughs> my mom that i wasn't allowed to even I, I couldn't even consider even you know be going on the back of a bike of a friend nothing mm -hmm. i mean we we're we were scared shitless from motorcycles. Yeah, I think that's I, I think that's valid. I think that's very valid. You know, they're, they're like motor motorcycles, like being in a car is dangerous, but you have a shell around you. Being on a motorcycle is like you are the shell. <laughs> like you're Jesus. the first thing that hits <laughs> if there's an accident. <laughs> what still made you do it instead of getting scared off by it? Um, I think I just wanted to be cool. <laughs> I'm just I I have a long-standing history of not being cool. I I just wanted to do something that people would think I wouldn't do. And then at the end of the course, we all had to take the test. I did not pass the first time and like uh I don't know if this is this was a, like allowed, but the instructor was like, "Take it again." And so I took it again and I passed the second time. Way to go, Lila. And so what that meant is that I now had the paperwork um, to get my license, but this was in Utah. And so if I could only get a Utah license, right? So I had to retake the test in California. And so I, I'm feeling really confident. And so I tell my dad this and I was like, hey, guess what? I, I passed the training course. Um, and he goes, oh, great. And I was like, but I still need to get my license. And he goes, oh, OK, well, let's I'll help you with that. I'll rent a bike for you. My dad hasn't owned a bike in years, but he was so he was excited. So he rented bikes for both of us. And in his mind, me taking a training course meant that I was like ready for anything. I was trained. What I didn't express to him because I didn't think about it. And what he didn't know was that I had never left a parking lot on a motorcycle. Wow. Okay. So, but in his mind, he's like, my daughter knows how to ride a motorcycle. So he went and he, he bought like a, a magnet map that sticks to your motorcycle, like plotted out trails for us and mountains and, and highways. And I was like, uh, okay. But in my mind, I was like, okay, I can do it. And the bike he had rented for me was a Honda Rebel, which was 250 cc's. It was like, it felt like half the size and i was like well if i pass the test on a harley davidson bike surely and they make you pass the test uh, this program made you pass the test on a 550 cc bike and a 750 cc bike um so i'd already passed the test twice on these two bikes in utah in utah now you're like i'm just gonna do this in la N not a big no deal. problem but at this point like a month at least had gone by since i had touched a bike got it you know so like he rents this bike for me. He's like, test it out. I'm like, okay, I think I kind of remember these things, the throttle, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, yep. I think I can do it. I'm a little nervous. I'm already nervous, like, because I have to go into a street for it the first time. It's like, we'll just take it around the parking lot. I was like, okay. So I try to make a U-turn. Um, I my brain forgets what's brake and what's throttle. Oh no. I pick up some speed. I'm going too fast. And my response to it is to pull on the throttle and I crash into the wall of the rental building in the motorcycle rental parking lot. Leelon! <laughs> we hadn't rented it for more than five minutes before I totaled oh, it. 
what did your dad say? What, what, what did you feel? Oh, absolute devastating humiliation. I was so embarrassed. I think my dad had already introduced me to the motorcycle rental guy as like, my daughter's a, a, on TV. <laughs> like, here, look her up. Like, I, I just... And, and I could overhear one of the the guys in the shop coming out being like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, <laughs> so what happened to the bike? Well, it was it was still rideable. So I, I spent the next couple of hours like because he had already rented it, you know, like just so like practicing the parking lot. And he was like, do you want to try to take it on the street? And I was like, no, 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 I'm too scared. I'm too scared. Like I like my confidence was shattered. Everything was gone. I was so humiliated, but I did want to try to like practice a little bit with my tail between my legs. I wasn't really hurt. The total for the damage ended up being like upwards of a thousand dollars, which I mean, it could have been worse. Um <clears throat> And so my poor dad, he had rented a bike for himself. He returned it because we were not going on a ride that day. But here's what I will say. So after that humiliating day, I go back and I shoot some more Andy Mac. I come back on Thanksgiving. It's like maybe a couple months later now. And my dad goes, let's try it again. Let's do it again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My dad rents a bike for him and the exact same bike I crashed no, he rents literally the same bike, literally the same bike, because they're almost done fixing it up. They have that like as he rents it, they're like the taillight is still loose. So my dad like fix it with a zip tie. Man, he is not giving up. <laughs> and I was like so on edge, you know, that I was like, look, he rented him for a week. And I was like, Dad, just so you know, let's prepare that I'm not going to leave a parking lot for a week. Obviously, mm-hmm. I need a lot of practice. But you know, all it took was just kind of like getting used to it. The first day we rode around residential streets. The second day we rode a little bit farther. Third day, I think was Thanksgiving. And we rode all the way to his friend's house um, for Thanksgiving. And we rode back at night, you know, and Mm then um, the fourth and fifth, we were on highways. And we were going for long stretches. And I had so much fun. Yes. And um, when we returned it, like, it, same rental shop guy, he, he side eyes me. He looks at the bike. My bike also has, like, bumpers on it, like these kind of, like, I don't know what they're called, but, like, these metal things in case, like, the bike tips, it kind of catches itself before it just lays down. Okay. He he moves his hand over the bumper to feel for any scratch, any sign that I might have tipped the bike. <laughs> and, like, he, he's feeling the metal all over the bike to make sure I didn't scratch it. Nothing. And, I, and he looks back at me and I go, are you proud of me? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I can imagine when your dad went back, it's like, oh, no, you again. (laughs) You guys. I mean, like, had I been my dad, I would have, like, never visited the shop again, gone to a different shop, worn a mustache, like, like, to disguise myself. No, he was like, I want the same bike my daughter crashed, please. So how did it feel to pass the driving test? I mean, here's the thing. I never got my license. Oh. But how did it feel to be competent? Uh, amazing. I, I just felt like, okay, this this overwhelming humiliation does not define me because the mm-hmm. same woman who crashed a bike in the rental parking lot is also the same woman who can go on highways at like 60 miles an hour with her dad. And since this story is about you and your father, you wanted to get your dad on the phone. So for the first time in Don't Tell My Mother History, we are bringing on a dad, Leelan. Let's call your father. Hello. Hi. What can this is Nikki? What can I call you? What do I call you? 
Joe. Joe, I know Lilan taught you Zoom for this. Yeah, yeah. Lilan taught me how to use Zoom. <laughs> well, Lilan told us a story about the time you tried to take her for her California motorcycle test. So something we talked about a lot is um, the first time that you rented a bike for me and just how, how disastrously it went and how embarrassed I was and how patient you were. My feelings about that is that um, I don't want Lilan to be riding a motorcycle around um, <laughs> in city traffic because I know it's dangerous. I've been riding motorcycles all my life for, for many years. Uh, motorcycle is my only method of transportation. Wow. And so I, I know that it's dangerous. You know, I mean, no matter how much risk management you take, it's just physics, you know, so I don't want Leland doing that. However, um, you know, <laughs> I, I think it, it's, a, you know, it's a skill and, you know, it could be a valuable skill to have. You might need to ride a motorcycle sometime. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll teach you how to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> so when we first went down to the motorcycle shop to rent the motorcycles, um, I had her uh, wear some uh, armor, some body armor. Um, mm. that I had. Um, and it's a good thing too, because uh, I, I think it, that it may have protected her from more serious injury on her first crash. <laughs> mm. What did you think when she crashed the bike into the building? Boy. Um, well, I was, I was watching her. It's like, it's like, okay, I can ride this. And then she's like, <laughs> you know, rolling around and she's starting to go around the corner. <laughs> Make a turn, and I'm thinking you know, she she needs to turn a little bit sharper, or else she's going to run into the side of the building. And and then she's like, <laughs> hit the side of the building, and what? went tumbling over the handlebars. <laughs> and I was thinking, wow, I'm, I'm glad I put that body armor. <laughs> I, I was, you know, I, I mean, I was considering the physics of it, and I I didn't think that she was likely to be seriously hurt. You know, I yeah, mean, I mean. Except for her ego, you know, her pride. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of the things Lilan said that um, is that, you know, one of the reasons she, she kind of like looked inside herself and said, I want to do this is because she kind of wanted to do something that was not expected of her. Was this like a, a kind of out of character for the Lilan that you raised as a little girl? Nothing, you know, Lilan does like surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I mean, she's just like so awesome and like has done so many like fantastic things. And, and you know, I'm just never ceased to be amazed at, at, uh, at, at the stuff she does. Oh, Dad. <laughs> Dad, did you ever crash a bike into a into anything? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, there, there's an old saying about uh, motorcycle riders. There's there's the ones that haven't crashed and the ones that haven't crashed yet. <laughs> I've, I've, I've crashed several times. Um, when I was younger, it was usually my fault. Um, <laughs> Lilan, with dad on the phone, how are you kind of turning into your dad? I think we're all turning into our parents in some way. Is there anything that you're like, besides riding a motorcycle, mm -hmm. which maybe is the thing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, don't do it. <laughs> Be yourself. <laughs> don't turn into my dad. I mean, yeah, I think that's kind of just something that's really wonderful about my dad is that, like, you know, my dad never wanted me to be a version of him, you know, mm -hmm. like, I think my dad was always so good at allowing me to be who I was going to be. 
and fostering mm-hmm. whatever whatever I seem to be interested in. What I can say is that I do hope when I become a parent, if I become a parent, um, I'm like you uh, in the way that you parented me. Yeah, I think you'd be a, a great parent. So, yeah, I mean, for me as, as a technical person, an engineer, and then it's like Leland is like an artist, and it's like, I don't understand this stuff. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's like, I, I don't understand what you what what you're doing but i'll support you in that i'm just glad you figure out how to use zoom and this is our first podcast together so nikki thank you for having us on as a father-daughter duo this is really special to me i I think that i was supposed to maybe say stuff to embarrass leelan more dad i don't need you to embarrass me i can do that all by myself Dad and Leelon, of course. I'm so happy to have you. It's always fun hearing hearing a story from two perspectives, especially when one of the perspectives is your parent. <laughs> Remember what they say. If it's not one thing, it's, it's your, your father. father. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Thank you so much, Thanks, Joe. Dad. Oh, my God. You're welcome. I'm going to leave now. Thanks for listening, my family. Don't miss Leelon in the new Netflix sketch comedy series, I Think You Should Leave. Also, FYI, she said she is committed to getting her license this year. We'll keep up on that one. Guys, follow us at Nikki Levy and at Don't Tell My Mother on Instagram. We love you. Leave us a rating and a review. It helps get this show out there and we do it for you. Let's make great comedy. Let's make great connections. We love you. Don't Tell My Mother is created, hosted, and executive produced by Nikki Levy, my daughter. The show is executive produced by John Cryer. Oh my God, I love him. And Lisa Joyner and Jody Zuckerman Weiner at Discount Sushi. Our producer is Liza Glukoft. Co-producer, Andrew Condon. Mixed and edited by Donovan Bullen. Theme song by Donovan Bullen and Joe McKenzie. Distributed by Acast. Now go call your mothers. Just don't, just don't. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.